The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys, and happy Wednesday. We hope that you had a very nice holiday with your families. And today we are filming 2022 Dog of the Year. I'm super excited about this one. And we have an in-person Dog of the Year guest. This is such a treat. This is awesome. We had that much talent this close to Salem, New Hampshire, so we had to go with it. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. You want me to honk that thing? I want you to be the honker. All right, my quirky tip of the day is, did did Christy get excited? Christy's our dog of the year. You'll learn about that in a sec. But the quirky tip of the day is if you guys live in, you know, southern New Hampshire, northern Mass type of area, and you're looking for dog training, please look at Fox Hill Farm Dog Training. Andy and his beautiful wife, Bridget, own Fox Hill Farm Dog Training. They have a huge, high caliber level of training, and please check them out. We would highly, highly recommend them. And they are colleagues of ours, but we're blessed to send clients to them whenever we can. So, dog of the year. Yeah, no, it's exciting. And um, one of my favorite breeds, yes, Belgian the Malinois. Belgian Malinois. So, the dog of the year is Andy's dog, Christy. She's a Belgian Malinois. And she went to Greece this year, right? It was kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah, it was uh, for the FMBB. It was in Greece. Um, is that called IPO still? What's the new IGP. one? IGP. IGP is the yeah. new one for now. Right. Maybe next year. <laughs> We'll yeah, switch so, it up. So, so, so it's a it's a protection sport in case anyone doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know she uh, it was it's tough traveling to Greece. I mean yeah. it's a whole different uh, set of problems when you do that. But you know to get there we competed at some pretty big competitions yeah. to qualify for it. You know against some really good competition. So yeah, you know, and we you guys really kicked happy. ass in Greece. Like let me just like say this. Like you had the highest obedience score of all the Americans, didn't you? I uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, That's you know, the, the, and you were sick too. I heard. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. yes, that was part of the problem. <laughs> you know, um, it, we we definitely did well. The obedience was awesome to me. That was like the first day we like truly clicked. But it was the last day we were there, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> so you know, so protection and and tracking didn't really go as well as we would have liked, but. Yeah. But you still had respectable scores, considering. I mean, you yeah, did. yeah. The uh, you know tracking with the conditions, uh, you know, happy with where we were at. It was just the perfect track for us not to do as well yeah. as we could have done. Yeah. And uh, protection, she showed amazing. Unfortunately, I didn't have a voice. Yeah. So let's telling, talk about uh, that aspect. Call, of you it. know, <laughs> calling a dog out or uh, you know. Out of the blind or telling it out is a little yeah, tough a little without, bit trickier. With, <laughs> without a voice. Yeah, so. great time to get laryngitis. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, so, you, so your daughter, Emma, um, she had laryngitis first. Is that what happened? Like yes. you just brought it home from school, like germ cesspool at yes. school. Okay. Yes, so exactly. So how far was this before you were leaving to go compete in Greece? Uh, it was probably the week before we were leaving, but, you know, she's a kid and she bounced back like that. Yeah. So no one thought anything yeah. of it. Yeah. And then... Um, me and Sean were leaving about a week before the competition started. As soon as we were leaving, uh, Bridget got it as well. And okay. we're like, ooh. This, this isn't, isn't great. <laughs> yeah. But um, but didn't really think that much of it yeah. and got down there and, and uh, 
like we did a couple days of training and then did like our practice day. And later that night after practice, I'm like, this feels a little funny. (laughs) Not really sure what's going on here. And the next day for tracking, like zero voice Uh at all. And, um, you know, we're in Greece. I, I I don't know what any of the language is. Like I'm like trying to find medication. Like you know, it, it, it was it was a lot. You know, I'm like stopping on the side of the road buying honey and drinking it. Like <laughs> anything trying. you could possibly do. Yeah. Um, How many days ahead of time did you get there? Just not a- as far as I should have been, yeah, and so that's one of the things I really learned about this. We were there. Um, barely enough time to get acclimated to the new time. Right. Like four days before practice, I think, or three days before practice, something like that. Um, five or six days before the actual competition. And, you know, for a big competition like this, I wouldn't do it without being there a full week before anything starts. It's, it's just too, too difficult. I mean, it's a big time commitment with the flying and everything. Yeah. It's in the temperature, like the elevation, just everything. Like it took, took way longer than expected to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. And the protection was tricky based on your voice, right? Like that was, that was, it was very hard for you to project. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I mean, I, I, would have been a complete different. Yeah, because she's a very biddable dog. We saw her a little bit before you left at a seminar, and like she's a very nice working dog. She's not really out to screw you. It doesn't N- seem. No, she and she's totally like you know we have a great relationship as far as that stuff goes. Like you know, I think she's definitely done some screwing of people before. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, but you know she she understands it really well, and and the way we train everything, like she's. Clear. She's clear on it. And, you know, she's a dog that I expect to go out bar something really bizarre happening, getting yeah. a huge protection score. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, one, yeah, like, yeah. one um, thing you feel solid about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obedience too. I think everyone always worries about tracking, but, you know, in the stadium, which is obedience and protection, like, I feel really comfortable with her by my side yeah. any. Anytime. Yeah. But this was a pretty big venue for you, like as a competitor. I would correct? think it's the biggest. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've, you know, f- for me, I haven't done anything like that. Yeah. Like that. you were it kind of a, a newbie on the international yeah. field at this point. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, that to me, that's the biggest difference. Like we, we don't travel a lot. Yeah. You know, we're pretty, you know, stuck on with our business and like yeah. we, we don't go out and do stuff. So, um, to fly over there. I didn't realize how much it would take out of me. Yeah. Um, and then just everything else. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was difficult in that regard. That was the hardest part about the, the whole thing, yeah. you know, um, should have tried some Uzo. That's, a, <laughs> that's that Greek, uh, liquor. I'll I get, think get you straight. So up. actually for, for, well, that's what, that's probably why I felt better <laughs> for draw night. <laughs> You know, that where you draw, like, when you go for protection, obedience, and, and tracking, it was, your number was on the bottom of a little shot of that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think they, it's kind of like a tradition like, that you take that shot before tracking, because that's the phase everyone yeah, is always, ready, like, ready to drink losing with. their mind yeah, about, you know? Definitely. Um, so how was the experience overall? Like, you're talking about draw night. It was one of your first international competitions. Like, how did the competition unfold? How was it run? Like, just kind of your general consensus of that outside of the competing part. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was run great. Um, it was super cool to see, you know, all these people. And that, how many competitors, roughly? 
uh, probably a hundred. Yeah, uh, worldwide, worldwide. Yeah, and it's five or six, you know, of the top competitors from each each big yep. country. How many? How many competing. were on the American team? Um, it was originally six, and then two ended up pulling and not going. So, I believe there was four of us. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Sean, it's not a lot of showing considering a hundred people out there, just four representing USA. Yeah, you know well, I mean? in, well, in, there's in, only so many per team too. Yeah, yeah. but you were yeah. short a couple, right? Yeah, right. Um, so talk about Sean a little bit because you had mentioned him flying over there. I just want people to understand that Sean has been your decoy, your training decoy. Yeah. Just when you mentioned that name, because I'm sure yeah, it'll pop so up again. Um, you know, Sean works for us yep. uh, with with our training business. Um, he, you know, he. First bought a German Shepherd from from us probably eight or nine years Long ago. Long time ago, like now, yeah, yeah. You know, we've known Sean since he couldn't drive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and now you make sure he can't leave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now you lock him in. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, you know he he did ninety nine percent of of all of the decoy work with Christie. Yeah. Um, leading up to it in preparation of it and. He ended up going, you know, with us to Greece to to help make sure everything was as spot on as we could get it yeah. for the, uh, you know, for the competition. And they had, yeah, no. they had a training field for you, I'm sure. But it's you can't do open field on the trial field. Right. You, you, That's the difference between this and the sport I was involved right, in. Right. You get five minutes of training on, on the, the real field. Right. So, um in, in protection and obedience, um, but it's run a little different than most of the national competitions. And and when you do when you are on the field at the international competition, there's no equipment allowed either, like right. whatsoever. So you mean like uh, tugs and that kind of stuff? Reward you toys? can have reward toys. Oh no, no, like no pinch collar or any, right, right, anything right. that could be even considered aversive. Right, right. Um, you know, well, certainly your voice wasn't. Right, <laughs> right. your voice so, was very nice. So. Um, you know, but yeah, you, you you don't get the time. I mean, pretty much everyone uses their practice time in obedience to show where the send out is when you send the dog away from you. Um, and in protection, you just want to get that one set running yeah. around yeah. all six blinds yeah. so that they know where the hot blind yeah. is. I have a question. Uh, what was your uh, tracking surface like there? Was it c- comparable to what you do where you live? No, not even close. Because I still I, I, don't know what we were actually on. Some sort of variation of alfalfa, but it didn't yeah. smell like alfalfa. Yeah. Um, but it was a very, like, from the road, it, it looks like thick. Right. That's what all tracking ends up looking like. Um, you get into it, and you're like... It, More sparse. Very sparse. Yeah. Um, and I think they water the fields at night, you know, for that. Let actual, all that aroma start to rise. Yeah, and- for all the actual crop. By the time we tracked, I mean, it was bone dry, couldn't see anything um you know it, it was tough like that's we stressful yeah <laughs> until we got there we hadn't here, been on anything away. come here christy <laughs> on anything like that I so christy's it. here if you guys didn't know she's just hanging out and on the ground yeah. lower <laughs> when i lived in southern california and i was doing uh schutzen maybe i don't know 20 years ago uh, there is no fields of grass out there. Everything's yeah. dead. Yeah. So people are out there walking through dirt. Yeah. And there's just footprints everywhere. Yeah. And then if you travel to another state, you have grass. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got you know, <laughs> yeah, two, eighteen inches of whatever. Right. You know, and it's a whole different experience. Yeah. And that that's that's one of the tough things. I mean, we have nothing 
like that anywhere remotely around here. Um, you gotta go to the dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I knew we were gonna have some issues. Um, you know, replicating it, we were trying to track on like uh, you know more of a dirt type field because the way the vegetation is, you you, you almost dogs, gotta, you gotta do hard surface just to be prepped for the sparse. Exactly, the dog's not really tracking the the vegetation. It's almost like a distraction to them. They need to be down deep on on right. the, on whatever surface that is. Yeah, um, there's tons of little. I don't, I don't know if there are mole holes all over the track yeah. too. And they're which, peeping out and looking. Huh? Well, <laughs> she's pretty excitable about little animals stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know that doesn't even have to be little like yeah. if she smells a deer on the track yeah, any of that going. stuff yeah. like yeah. it's it it's definitely something that winds her up a little bit so you know like i said before like putting all of this stuff together it was just kind of like the perfect track for for us to have a little bit of struggling on so to put it in perspective you have articles you have to find yep. how many articles were in the track ah uh, there's three articles and how many Hundreds of feet is the track. It's uh, yards, right? It's, it's like, supposed to be six hundred yards. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a of long. Track. It's a yeah. long it's a area lot to cover. Of track. Um, yeah, and yeah, they. It's completely different than like your police dog tracking, anything like yeah, that. No, this it's, is very meticulous. Tracking. Yeah, the, the, you know, natural for a dog. It should lift up its head, figure out where everything's going on, and then get back to the track. Like, that's normal. That's what a police dog would do. Like, right. this is trained obedience. Put your nose in each footstep. Like, yeah. that's what it is. It's not. Yeah, it's, and the six football fields, that's a lot of distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, at the at the Nash, or international and national competitions, they definitely can be a little smaller than what it's actually supposed to be. But the um, surface is so challenging that it makes right. sense for and, it that way. You know, we were like in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. So like elevation wise. Yeah, like, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was tough. Yeah. I mean, the like the sun, just everything, like it was supposed to be 70 degrees, but I've never felt 70 degrees like I did in Greece. Like, yeah. I don't know what's up with the sun there. It's like a <laughs> total... It's no New England. <laughs> no. It's, so, re it's reflecting off the ancient ruins. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, leading up to that, we hadn't had a, a training session where I didn't wear a sweatshirt. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's the weather we were having here. Yeah. So to get over there to something that different was... Big was, difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, babe, when did you meet Andy yeah. when you got here? When did, uh, like, what, when I, do you remember? I think it was, uh, well, you came to my little bite work right. we did with some, and put your dog on upper body yes. on me. And yes. that was in... Uh, you were in Boxford then? No, we were at that little place in Andover. Oh, Andover, the bed bug palace? Yeah, yeah. We had a little field there. Yeah. And I think that's where I first met you. Yes. And, then, that... and then I saw you again... Uh, Working with Salamini, he had a little. Yeah, thing that's where I yep. met. That's where yeah. I met Andy. He was doing a decoy competition or a decoy seminar kind of thing there, and we had a little jag terrier. So, were you always involved in the protection, or you kind of got involved in it? You were in the, the reptiles decade? when I first yeah, met. Yeah, like you. yes. How so, did that transform? Um, Fighting reptiles. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it, it kind of worked out, um, but. No, as far as working dog goes, like I've always been around them, not yeah. necessarily biting working dogs, yeah. you know, but I grew up, my mom bred huskies. Okay. They but, bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bite and they run away. Ours were just other animals, but yeah, like the running away part, like, yeah, that was you a know, thing. like yeah. we used to go out, we had a ton of woods and we dog sled and, yeah. you know, they'd knock us off and we wouldn't see the dogs yeah. for uh, quite some time, yeah. you know, and we're miles out in the woods yeah. and this big long <laughs> walk home, like to go get the, the, um, you know, the snowmobiles to go 
try to find the dogs. Yeah. Like yeah. you were always um, in the real world of dogs. Yes, yeah. like <laughs> you know, we didn't we didn't have a pet dog until I and was. And in spite like of that, 17. you still wanted to get involved with dogs. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, so um, had always been around dogs, breeding dogs, all yeah. of that sort of thing. But um, you know, I think the actual like you know working dog protection dog like that type of dog, your Shepherds, your Malinois, that stuff, it was probably when I was 21, 22. Is that when you got um, indoctrinated with the Boston PD? Yes. That so, was a good, uh, you jumped right in with both feet. Yes. That's yes. a lot of so work. That's, uh, that's kind of how I started out doing most of the protection stuff was with, uh, you know, police dogs um, and just kind of took off from there. You know, at first I started decoying just to try to learn from, the other side of the leash, and then once I did it, I was cooked. Yeah, I want to do this part. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and yeah. your foundation with protection dogs prior to Christy has been German Shepherds, right? Yeah, I mean, we've had some Malinois that we had placed on the police. Yeah, but you like you have liked Shepherds more than Malinois previously, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. Scott said this to me, he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Andy has a Malinois." And then when we went when Noel was here and he like mentioned it to you, you're like, "Yeah, I know, I finally caved." So like you vehemently felt very strongly about the Malinois very, as a breed. Yeah. Yes, like I, and I had them, and I like working them. I loved the dogs. Yeah, loved them. Yeah, didn't living, want to own one. <laughs> living with them, I was always ecstatic when it was time for them yes, to move on yes. to their police department. Like, yeah. I don't, and I still like kind of wonder, like, is it the lines? Is it just the way they were, you know, raised? Raised, or I believe it's the lines completely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think it's the right where. Uh, the way they were raised. I, but, um, I tend to agree with you. Um, yeah. But four years ago, I you said, you're going to have Malinois, you're going to compete with them, and you're going to breed them. I and you're going like to love it. You're, uh, <laughs> there, there's no way. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still remember when Bridget's like, we should get Malinois. <laughs> and you're like, like, maybe we should get a divorce. <laughs> we, were, we were done with this like four years ago. We said we were never going to have another Malinois in this house again, you know? Um, and I had a bad attitude about it yeah. and, until you, you I pre- got, got pretty hurt. strong feelings. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did. I, I love the dogs. I just didn't want to live with one. Yeah, so you acquired her. She was older <clears throat> then. She wasn't a puppy, yeah. it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. So, and so how did that all come to be? Um, just why was she different for you? Let's just um, say it that way. Well, the interesting part about it is, to me, I, I wanted a puppy. I wanted a male puppy. <laughs> You got an adult female. Right. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how it went. Um, I was looking at puppies everywhere. Originally, I was going to get something from the U.S. Yep. Just, just because. I, I couldn't. Christy. Yeah. She, she just wants to take her ball and go. Yeah. She's going to go lay um, on the couch. Yeah. I couldn't find what I wanted. Yeah. I was looking. And, and then, you know, when I decided to do something, like I spent all my time trying to research it and whatever, I wasn't finding the lines I liked, the dogs I liked. And then when I did find it, I was having issues with the person. Who you want to get it from. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, I, it, it was just, like, surprising stuff. Like, with the Shepherds, I competed at a couple nationals, and Bridget had competed at, I don't even know how many nationals. Yeah, you guys like, are well-known in the like, world. Yeah, yeah, like, five or, you know, five or six years, at least, of nationals for her. And, um, you know, we weren't just, like, starting out, like people Newbies, looking yeah, for yeah. a working dog <laughs> yeah. and you know the, 
people are wanting me to like fill out whether I like a crate or not on like yeah. a form to get a Malinois puppy. And, and I'm like, like <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about so, this. Sounds like you actually were talking to some reputable breeders. <laughs> Absolutely. but I mean, you get one on Craigslist. They don't care where it's, where right. it's going. No, and, and I agree with that completely. But then, you know, if, if I'm going to be spending my money. The if shoe you, wasn't fitting. The shoe wasn't fitting. Yeah, it was yeah. just more like, you know, if. if I'm going to be investing myself into this dog from you. Yeah. You and should know. you do feel this strongly about it. Why don't you just look at my Facebook? I contacted <laughs> you through that. Yeah. And, yeah. and we can maybe now. skip some of, some of this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and then I, I feel like there was also stuff with, you know, I don't know how people take this. If I buy a dog, I believe it's my dog. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, we like, like, we it, like this that is mentality. My too. dog. Yeah. Like, I just spent this money. It's my dog. <laughs> so if I buy a dog, I, I want the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, if, basic if things. I buy a dog and it doesn't work out, I, I can make the decision of what's what you right want now right. for this dog because I yeah. know this dog better than you. Yeah. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and these are some amazing breeders, but they have like this mentality of like protecting stuff a little more than I, I no. feel like I'm into. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because my border collie, Jimmy, uh, they, there's a lot of, anyway, the same thing with all the co-ownership and all that. Yeah. yeah like it, it was just like way too much. Like yeah. this is now I paid for it. Mm-hmm. If you know, it's different if you give it to me, yeah, it, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, our yeah, dog. Yeah. 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 But I paid for it. Yeah. Like this is now my dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so it just wasn't working out with that. So how did she become available? Were you then looking for an adult dog when the puppy scene wasn't working no. as well? So okay. now I'm out of sight of the U S looking in Europe. Okay. And there Where was, all the good dogs come from, for anyone listening, honestly, so, of all breeds right now. <laughs> so I'm, you know, kind of focused on this one male, maybe two males, but the the one male is the father, and then the male I really wanted from is the son. Uh-huh. And they just started breeding them, um, and I knew of two puppies, or one puppy that was already coming over, and I was trying to get the brother. Um that was going to be coming with. And, uh, this is from Czech Republic or this no. could have been Slovakia. Yeah. Um, the dog itself lived in Hungary, but had been getting some breedings. There was also another breeding I was looking at from the Czech Republic from the same male. Um, you know, super nice breeding, but that was all ended up being all girls. So mm-hmm. nothing on that one. Um, and then the next litter, the, when they finally decided that the dog could actually be mine, it got like wormed like that day <laughs> yep. and died. Oh my God. It was not so meant to be. All I was like, I don't Wait. know what's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt I, I, like maybe I'm, I should have cats. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm done with this mm-hmm. pretty much. And, and you know, it's, it's not for me. I'm not going to get a dog from this male. The next day, um, I was tracking and yeah, you know, I'm checking like the, working dog all the time looking for the um looking for dogs that's the european one um and she came available for sale and it's she's that dog that i wanted yeah only she's the sister oh okay great just the plain sister and i'm like okay well i can't get my puppy i'm gonna make myself a puppy yeah you know i'm not finding what i want It's, it's not going the way i want i'll make myself a puppy from her. So the second I saw it, I contacted him. Um, 
And then I'm like looking at some video and I'm like, oh, pretty nice dog. Oh, <laughs> really nice, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and they're telling me how amazing everything is. And, you know, with her. Of course, and, you take that with a grain of salt. Well, absolutely. I've now, <clears throat> I've bought a lot of dogs, a lot for police departments, and I've been. Unpleasantly surprised a time or two. <laughs> yeah. a, a, a significant amount of time, yeah. you know. Maybe um, even more often than not. Yes, that's probably a good way to describe it. Like, the, you know, to me, if there's a dog for sale, there's generally a reason. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. But you're generally thinking it can at least work in the field it's being sold right, to work in. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, that that's kind of how it all went. And I was kind of... Not sure, but very interested. At least you knew the genetics. Right. Well, Hopefully they were real. In the genetics, like, you know, love the genetics, but getting an older female to, you know, come live with my, at the time she was four-year-old daughter. Yeah. Like, it's like, this isn't the way I wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how else I'm going to get these genetics if I don't get her. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a consolation prize. Like she was a, a channel to you getting your male puppy. Really, is the bottom line. That was the that's intention the at the time, you know. And that's what I told you know the, the owners of it. You know, I was yeah. upfront with them. Yeah. But, um, and she turned out to be almost more than you could handle. Well, <laughs> and so you know, they're telling me this is this is this and this is that, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's great. I'm hoping to believe them, but again, I've been, you know unpleasantly yeah. surprised many times. You're living times. in reality and, of working dogs. Yeah, yeah. In, in my mind, okay, well, the genetics are there. I just have to find the right male yep. and we can do what we what we want. Well, let me ask you this. How did she work off the plane? R- coming right off the plane, everything was great. She was rock solid, brought her home. As I'm sure you've seen many that take oh, yeah. a friggin' week yeah. to settle in. So put her in the house and, you know, just like amazing dog. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a stable female. That's a, with the genetics I want. This is a really good start. Yeah. The next day, I brought her down to our training building. I pulled the ball out, and I'm like, and we played a little bit. And I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna have to re-evaluate this plan because this is the dog. Right. Right. This is the oh, dog. Oh, I just got chills. You know, like the <laughs> the I still have videos of the first time I worked there. Yeah. And it, the second I pulled out a ball, I knew that like this that's was what you wanted for you. Yeah. This yeah. was the dog. Um. You know, and I still had some in- intentions to breed her, um, and because I I just loved the dog, wasn't you know I knew exactly what she was, um, and then with the competing, I feel like that kind of got pushed more in the forefront for me because as I was you know trying to line up Christy, come on, as I was trying to line something up for her as far as males go, you know, it's like, oh, this dog is amazing, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 She's blah. getting better and better. And, yeah. you know, I feel like people just kind of say that about their own dog, and yeah. it's not necessarily a thing. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to show everyone. what That she actually does do yeah. what I freaking say yeah, she is. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. she is what I, yeah. what I say she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the proof was in the pudding. Yeah, and so that's, that's kind of – and I mean, I – it doesn't matter what I'm doing with her. I just enjoy doing it. Yeah. So, like, she's that that dog for so me. So, last year was your first competition season? <clears throat> or this year? Like, was were you on the field with her in 2021? Yes. So, the first competition... Yeah, 2021, I, I did. Okay. The first competition was a regional competition when we were going for our two 
Um, and we did well there. That was like my first competition with her, but that taught me like what I need to work on. Yeah, what but I need like, to I mean, you have up. a very short, even competition career with this dog. Like, Absolutely. We're talking about like everything's been cinched into a short amount of time here. Yeah. And then I, so later that year after I got the two, I had entered and planned on doing the, the, it was a qualification trial at the time. It wasn't yep. a national championship. Um, but I bred her instead. Okay. Um, so that kind of like knocked out the end of 2020 with her. Uh, and then in 2021, I was like, okay, we're, we're going, we're going. Um, and the first competition I did with her, it was just getting her IGP three, um, was at the AWDF national championship. So that's the all breed national championship. Um, and we did really well, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> Everybody's like, "Who is this Andy?" <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's kind. Of, that's definitely what. By happened. the way, I mean, he's tall, but who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, now, I will say, by the way, as an aside, no one makes my husband look short. But when Andy and my husband stand next to each other, he's got presents. It's a whole nother thing. And his dog looks like a puppy standing next to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. Seriously. Well, and that's the thing. And I'm glad that we talked about her being bred and everything because she's knocked up again now. Yes. And um, I really appreciated the way you described this when we were there for Noelle's last episode about how much thought process goes into breeding Malinois for you. I think you even used the term like, or the phrase like I'm up the whole week before because I know that I'm putting all these little creatures on the ground. And I value that so much. And I want you to talk to that point a little bit, but like, Andy knows he's been breeding working dogs his whole life. He's dealt with real dogs his whole life. Breeding Malinois seemed like a whole nother layer of responsibility. And I love that you treat this with that. Right. So the, the, the big thing about that is again, just like I said, four years ago, like if you said I was going to be having Malinois, (laughs) I would have said you were crazy. If you told me I'd be breeding them, I'd tell you you're just absolutely insane. Um, and that's just, of the fact of where the the dogs end up, yeah. you know, um, I think it's a pretty big problem right now in in our country, particular where you know people are breeding for like high drive dogs, and then there's something in the litter that's not really that high drive, and they're like, oh well, that's a pet, yeah. yeah. But it's not. Yeah, no, Mal's are <laughs> as, she, as she's going to go tag somebody yeah. down there. <laughs> so, um, Christy, Brave, go come on. She's coming. She's got her big flexi. Yeah. <laughs> that was good timing, Christy. Yeah. Good girl. So, no, it's true. Um, and I'm so glad that we brought this up and we're speaking to this point that, like, even if it's a lower drive, like, so-so kind of dog, it's a dog that is not your normal pet dog or not your normal working dog or something else. Where are you going? Oh, you got the yeah, flexi. I'm the, like, the did, flexi. did Scott fall down the stairs? What's um, happening? <laughs> so to me, one of the big things is even if we may not have necessarily the drives that we want to see in the dog for like top sport work, I still see a lot of fight in them. Yes. So, and, and they have a lot still, of intelligence and they have a big bite. If no one is aware yeah, of like, that with a mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, a washout sport dog is still 10 times more than a Most people want pet. to deal with. Yes, yeah, it, yes. It wants in its home. Um, so that's the hard part. And then, you know, you look at the, the breed in general and then you have like your people who, who don't work them and they are just breeding them to, to sell them and they're not health testing. They're not doing any of this stuff and people are buying them. So now the breed's looking even worse and it, it's always been this huge thing for me like okay well I know about breeding I've been around all different types of breeding my entire life 
do I want to breed Malinois because they're not for everyone? Yeah. Well, yes, I do, but I need to make sure they go into the right no, place. I, like, there's I'm, a million yeah. extra Malinois in the world. Yes, yes. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't breed good ones. Yeah, no, it's And that's, true. that's what it comes down to. Like, if the good breeders don't breed good dogs... We're not going to have good dogs. Yeah, we're not going to have good <laughs> yeah. Malinois. So yeah. just because there's a lot of bad Malinois in the world doesn't mean good ones should be bred. And it took me a while to get there. Yeah. That, no, that was the realization that I really needed to, to figure out and, yeah. and learn for myself. Yeah. Um, because, you know, just because all these people can't do them, like if we if the good breeders aren't breeding them, the breed itself will be it's totally different yeah. and it's it's just yeah. not going to be what it should no, be. No, it's true. And um, I just I just want you guys to realize that, I mean, Andy and Bridget are very well versed in the protection world. They're very well versed in dogs with strong genetics and they're taking it so seriously and it's such a commitment. And I just really valued you coming from that perspective because I 100% agree with any dog, with any dog with drive, but with Malinois, it is like another category. It's different than breeding German Shepherds. Yeah, it, it really is. And even your high dry shepherds, like honestly, I prefer. And this is again from from certain lines. I prefer to have a high drive Malinois than a real high drive shepherd on some of these ones. I actually think they're better in the head. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, than some of the highest drive shepherds. Yeah. I feel like they have a, a better off switch from certain yeah. lines. I see what and you're this yeah. isn't across the board, but I feel like Malinois. They're almost breeding a little more similar to what a shepherd would be. Yeah. And I feel like shepherds are breeding... A little more to like what a Malinois would be, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Like yeah. now you're seeing these giant Malinois that you know, do have good off switch and all of this drive and all of this stuff. And then you're seeing like these little tiny shepherds that are like... Real twitchy. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, so it's, it's a really weird thing. But I, I in general... I would say if you're looking for a, a dog that does have an off switch that has a ton of drive, I would point you in the Malinois direction rather than the Shepherd direction um, more often than not now. Yeah, yeah, that's um, interesting. And she's had one litter. She's going to have this next litter. Was she a good mom the first time? She was great for a certain amount yeah. of time. <laughs> she and, was ready to have the brats and leave. She, she definitely was ready for them to Get be out. done with them earlier than I would have been ready for her to be done <laughs> yeah. with them because as soon as she's done, yeah, obviously, somebody else has to step in. Yeah, yeah. now it's all my work. Yeah. Um, so you know, she just she's crazy to work and and you know she could have really given me another week. <laughs> like she should have given me another week with these puppies. But she's a great mom. Yeah. You know, as far as mothering and all that stuff, she was just you know done with them a little earlier yeah. than I would have liked yeah. for them to be. <laughs> And what about with Emma? How is she with Emma in the house? Because Emma's what, six now? Emma's six. six. She's going on seven. And she's amazing with Emma. Um, and that's know. just been that way since day one, kind of? Yeah, since day one. I mean, I could, you know, if Emma was here, I could give her the ball and she would, you know, heel around for her and lay down and, and do all of this stuff. And, you know, there's videos of us two weeks out of, like, national competition of Emma playing with her and, and doing yeah. obedience with her, like, Right Slice. before the competition, yeah. you know, she's, she's super. Got a lot of balance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's completely balanced and that, that's not to say this dog's perfect in the house. She's not like, yeah. no, it's still know, work. if, if there's like, you know, a meatloaf on the counter, like she's going to eat it. <laughs> like, yeah. It just is like the second I turn around, she's, that meatloaf is gone, you yeah. know? And when she first comes out, even, you know, 
six weeks pregnant, she's, you know. Ready to go. Yeah. She's like, doing the mouth. The yeah, mouth running yeah. around on the, the furniture and yeah. bouncing off the walls until she, she gets herself settled. But compared to a lot of other high drive dogs, like it's really minor stuff yeah. that I don't have any sort of issue with. Yeah. A little side note for you with my dog, who is nine. Oh, boy. Here he goes. And we've created, he's at, we got because he spins in his crate. Yeah. Right? So then his tail's getting messed up. Yeah. And we've gone through all these different things to stop it, treat it, fix it. Now we have him in a Great Dane crate, and he's still started that again. Now we put Primo pads on the walls he's of like the crate. He's living yeah, in a padded, in a padded cell. cell. <laughs> like he's living. It's working. We'll show yes. pictures but early 2023. Like, I mean, but it's he's, always a troubleshooting. It's literally yeah. like a joke now. Yeah. Like How much work can we cell? give this dog yeah. to get him to actually rest? And all you do is build endurance. And then he's oh. like, okay, I'm... I've had my five minutes of rest. Like, what are we going to do now? Right, you right, know? exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, t- I, t- I actually talk about the same thing with our pet people all the time. Like, you know, you can't just go out there and throw a chuck it for your dog for an hour. And, and then expect-, expect it to be done for it, the day. Yeah. yeah. So next time you do it, he wants an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you're just building a better athlete yeah. and you're like yeah. creating an adrenaline junkie. It's like true. we need to do something yes. a little different different More it's not structured, just yes. yeah, it's not just physical exercise yes. here because that's what ends up happening you no, know it's true and a crazy and for, athlete you want yeah. to yeah yeah and malinois they are born more that way but you can make a doodle like that that's a good point to bring up so what are the qualities about her just for our standpoint and just because we've made her dog of the year at this point and i mean just to reference that also like the first time we did dog of the year we did petra ford's lab zeal he was an amazing obedience dog last year we had perry dewitt and um jessa Ju and their dogs i think we did holly Hallelujah and Verb, but all of their dogs are amazing in agility. Like, I mean, she is a standout in protection in IGP right now, which is truly why we wanted to highlight Andy. We like Andy, but I really wanted to bring light to how amazing this dog is, especially as a Malinois, because they're not always easy keepers. They're not always the whole package. So what are the qualities about her that you really like just adore and that made it like those first few moments that you were playing ball with her? Like, oh yeah, this is what I want. This is it. I mean, her, her drive for a toy is is crazy. Yeah. I mean, which isn't abnormal for a Malinois, but this is like a different level yeah, of it. Yeah, it's pretty like, extreme. I held the toy to get the the ears for the photo, and then I released her the ball, and she slams hard. Yeah, <laughs> Emma's know, got a lot of good mechanics if she's working um, You know, it, it, she's drive-wise, it's amazing, but personality too, like she she's totally comfortable going into a new place where that – isn't normal for her and she's just rock solid fine yeah. you know um she has like a uh a twitchiness to her like extreme like i have to do that as fast as possible a lot of times with dogs like that you, you get some social nerve yeah some environmental yes, nerve definitely. and she doesn't have that yeah. like she's the perfect cross between both of her parents her her mother's a little bit of a twitchier dog maybe leaning on the nervier side, mm-hmm. like more, more nerve about different stuff. And her, her father is just like this amazing, like, like steady. old soul, yeah. steady dog, but in protection, he's like a, uh, total monster. Yeah, yeah. Monster in protection, but everywhere else you're like, is this yeah. a Malinois? Right, like you got some calm. What, what's in there? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like stuff you wouldn't even recognize. Um, and she's like the cross between that. Like she's like, go, 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 go. But, still good enough that you know i wouldn't feel weird letting her sleep with my six-year-old daughter yeah. like there's yeah. there's just she's super she's good special, about that she's like, yeah. that's unique um and then with a female malinois too there's 
resilience and and like a hardness that's not normal whatsoever. Yeah. Like and with that with that tracking and those distances, obviously uh, you weren't running into her just checking out at like just quitting. Right. Because that some dogs well, with, will do that. Too. Especially your Malinois, like they're very sight oriented. <laughs> right. So they just get like, bored. Like what the fuck? Yeah. They get yeah exactly. Like you're hundred yards in and they get a little bored and your dogs like. Coming back for hugs or whatever, right. yeah. you know, they exactly or chasing a butterfly or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but she's she's she sticks with it. Her work ethic sounds like it's work ethic isn't, yeah, it's I mean, it's kind of second to none. And then you know, she's she's IGP is a, a sport of like drilling, yeah. but then you come to the point where your dog's overworked and and you're over drilled, y- you have to like bring exuberance and drive back in but this is a dog i've never had to build drive with yeah after like a lot of like training and Mm -hmm. like we pattern training and we could do all three phases every single day and i don't have to go back in and build drive with that is pretty amazing um and everything's like so precision based that there's also some consequence that comes into play yeah when when you're training for that last like half a point polishing yeah, like, and when you're doing that, like, you yeah, know, you don't want to blow up the whole apple cart, right? But she is, yeah, I messed up. That's totally fine. We move on. There, there is no like holding anything. Yeah, she's forgiving. She's, yeah, she, there's no. She's she's a very strong female. She spoiled you. It, well, that's the issue at <laughs> yeah. this point, <laughs> and that's say, why yeah. she's pregnant right yeah. now, and yeah. that's why you know. Uh, I have, she's a unicorn of a dog, and now I have to try to make rep- a unicorn. <laughs> right, because I'm yeah. totally ruined for other dogs yeah. now at this no, point. No, I know. Well, that's the thing, because I mean, theoretically, are you planning on competing with her in 2023? No. Okay. So you are, you took her to Greece and this year, and this was kind of yeah, her I last mean, big competition year. You she think? physically, she absolutely could. Yeah. But I had to make the decision okay, am I. <clears throat> If I continue to compete, how long is that going to be at a top level and still be able to retire without, like, injury? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're looking at... It's a fine line at, here with years, uh, I understand. Like, and the breeding again. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so that's an eight-year-old dog in my mind. If you got anything more than that and you were still competing at a high level, like, that's pretty... Right, it's yeah. pretty out there. Um, but that still only gives me like another year. Yeah. So what am I going to do in that year and what's more useful for the breed? Yeah. And for me. Yeah. And that's to try to get. Yeah, I don't blame you. So she's so, kind of your foundation dog now. Yeah, that's exactly what it comes down to. So are you looking to keep a male or a female out of this litter or you're open? Uh, definitely female. Okay. Oh, <laughs> look at him. He's all switched <laughs> over. Yeah. And I want to bring light to that real quick too, that the protection world is largely filled with competing males. Right. Like I, I like People you guys have to those, uh, understand that, that to compete right. with a bitch is very difficult because if you want to keep the dog intact, like you're going to be missing things with being in season when they're bred and and just a lot of people I do think prefer males in protection also for some reason or whatever, but like it is even more exceptional that she right. has achieved such great um lengths in her career as a female dog. And I just want people to know that that aren't familiar with protection. Well, it's not that females aren't capable. They don't get the shot. People don't put yeah. the time yeah. into them. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's really tough. And I mean, honestly, I feel like obedience on a female, like the right dog is better. Yeah. Like, um, you know, 
when you run into your issues, it's more on the protection side. But then you have a whole nother set of issues. Like if I'm going to a big competition and she's in heat, which is what a dog does to you because it's a dog. <laughs> so, you know, worst case scenario, they're in heat when you go to the big competition. You're doing all your phases at the, at end. the end of the competition because you're not allowed out there. You can't even practice out there. So yeah. everyone else may be doing one phase a day, you know, tracking this day, obedience this day, protection this day. Um if you're, your female's in heat, like, um, you know, you're doing your practice, you know, for obedience and protection, and then now you're expected to go out and compete in obedience and now protection all in the same yeah, day yeah, at the end of the trial. Yeah. So, you know, it it's a lot more challenging. Yeah, it definitely has its own set of things, but I feel like I get along a little better with female dogs, especially raising them. Yep. Um, I'm more forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> like I could just let stuff slide yeah. a little yeah. easier than I would with a male dog. And yeah. I mean, I think it's the, the same thing with my daughter. Like yeah, if, yeah. if I had a son, I'd be like, let's do some push-ups. <laughs> let's do this right now. You know, like you got to learn to hit someone and tackle and, you know, do all of this stuff. Yeah. At six years old, my daughter, you know, I'm like, oh, let's brush your hair. Yeah. You're so cute. Like, yeah, yeah, let's do some nails. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a total different thing. Wait till she brings home a boyfriend. <laughs> Well, now, now yeah. it's going to be a whole different right. Andy popping yes, up. Yes, exactly. But, you know. Have it, you met my dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a badass female. Um, so, you know, it, 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 just when I'm raising them from puppies with a male, I have to be real careful to not take too much power from the dog young. Yeah. Is yeah. kind of where it is. You and guys are similar trainers. It with, like. with females, like it just naturally happens because yeah. I'm more forgiving. But You're with just... a male dog, I have to be so conscious of yeah. of what I do. I feel like because I'm just a little too hard, a l- little bit. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that we missed um, with her? I mean, I didn't even know she was retiring this year, so I'm super grateful that we have chosen to do this for 2022 because, I mean, it was just exceptional, you guys going out to Greece and Bridget and um, Emma actually went out and saw them compete at the end, and it was just such a cool experience and them being so close. I wanted to have them on in person, but is there anything about Christy or your journey together that we missed that you also want to bring light to or say about her? I mean, she's... She's just, just she is the the dog of the year, you know. She she really is, and I'm I'm not that type of person, you know. I'm really not really, like he is like the most humble person I've ever met. Like, I swear. I. And if you're looking for a pet home, Malinois, don't call in. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, I'm I'm hoping that's completely opposite of what we're gonna have here. You know, I'm doing everything I can for it not to be that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you want to hear like the truth, truth about any of my dogs, I have no problem telling it to you. Like I'm harder on uh, uh, the reality of what my dog is than anyone I know. Well, like, I, I appreciate what you're saying about you believe it's the genetics that creates that dog because yeah. I've had some very strong genetics that I've raised with my kids, and when they got to be about 18 months, they couldn't be with my. They were just too much. Yeah, they, they matured. They started getting strong yeah you know what i mean and i was concerned about just let they grew up just hanging out together yeah and then they get a certain age and they're like i have a zero tolerance for this freaking kid or you know it's like what the hell yeah and you know it's it to me for me she's the perfect dog yeah you know obviously she's for sale she was for sale when i bought her for a reason yeah she had the 
best training she could possibly get in, to me, one of the best countries for IGP. Like They didn't want to deal with a female. Well, Maybe. they competed her to one yeah. with a, a top trainer, but there was some some. She, she was meant where, to be your dog. It's yeah, the, the she, bottom line. Universally, she, she was meant to she be She was Andy's. wild. They couldn't polish everything together. And maybe it was because of her age, too. Who knows? A, a little bit. And from what I understand, and this is an amazing trainer, you know, they felt like they would go out and train, and they would work on the same stuff, mm-hmm. and then they would end in a good place, and the next day they would get up and start in the same place they started right, right. the day before. Nothing... But it hasn't been your experience with her, or a little bit. No. Yeah. Yeah. But because I did have a dog like that, and I thought I just wasn't a good trainer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, there was, you know, there was a little bit of that too. <laughs> no, but ten years with the same dog, it was like it was like Groundhog Day. Well, Let's I get feel, out, we're gonna I sp- feel like that's a German Shepherd now after <laughs> having a Malinois. To be totally honest with you, like well, I, I yeah. feel like that's a German Shepherd where you're like you're fighting over the same thing every yeah. well, single this day. Present, the present dog I have now, you can pick up where you left off six months later, and he's like right there. Yeah. And right. then I realized. My other dog was a friggin' retard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, but this is really an important point for you guys to realize is that sometimes it's not the dog, sometimes it's not the owner, and sometimes it's the working relationship. And it sounds like for you guys, like you are her perfect match and she is your perfect match. Yeah, like I could not, I would not change anything about this dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not like well, that. Well, that's a beautiful like, thing. Yeah, I, that really I, is. Like any, my other dogs, I could have a list. And <laughs> y- you'd be like, oh my God, you, I've seen that dog. That's a nice, nice yeah. dog. Yeah. And I'm like, well, just being honest, like yeah, this, this is, is what, what I, I would like differently. But kind of like yeah. what just alluded to with me, you also were perfecting your own handling, training with all these German Shepherds and all these other dogs. So by the time this one came along, you were ready also for a higher, a higher performance. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, yes. And that's the thing. Five years ago, me and her once have got the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, like my last dog is a German Shepherd. Super nice dog, super drive, super everything. He taught me about competing at higher level competitions. Yeah. And, you know, that's a lot more, it's a lot, it's a, it's a big different ball difference. Game. It's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Going out there at a club trial yeah. and going to a national and feeling like you can't see anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, as you're on talk. the field. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no more voice. Yeah. You literally you know. can't talk. <laughs> um, so, you know, and that each dog is going to teach you new stuff if, if you want to learn from it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, five years ago, the, it wouldn't have been the perfect dog for me. Yeah. But where I am right now, she she's everything. Yeah. You, you know, know, the other thing that's nice about that, Andy, with your own experience and my experience is that in the beginning, I was taking other people's advice about what the right dog was for me for this sport. Yeah. And I was getting dogs that were too hard. Yeah. I mean, and I was training with trainers that were very hard. You need a hard dog and all this stuff. And it was like a lot of beating my head against the wall and competing and passing trials became my biggest goal rather than being competitive. It was like, oh, we passed. (laughs) Right. Great. And I did that with, you know, a few dogs. And then this last dog, we actually were, my training was getting better. And he didn't need a dog that was as hard. Tips. Like she would watch me and instead of saying, you got to be harder, she'd be saying, you got to be yeah. A little more thoughtful. <laughs> Maybe you should have rewarded yeah, that. Yeah, your dog was. Oh, it sounds like you got a little bit of a Jess in your yeah. ear, too. Yeah. Let's, and, uh, let's touch on that real quick since you're here and we're doing all this and Bridget couldn't be here. How? I mean, you and Bridget train together yes. quite frequently, right? Yeah. And that is like, I just want to like speak to that from a couple's perspective. That's not an easy thing to do, but if done properly, it can be poetic, right? Yeah, I mean, she, 
you know, she's what I'm not or yeah. what I wasn't. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if anyone. She helped you become who you were. <laughs> yes. If anyone is a, a, a trainer that has done that, that I picked up the most from, it's 100% her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously we're different people. We'll still like, oh, well, you're doing this wrong and you're yeah, doing yeah, this yeah. wrong. Like, yeah. oh, there's, really? I, there's I, no conflict. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know how to have a dog sit. Yeah. That's it. But thanks for the help, you know? Um, but. You know, it's it's having that extra set of eyes. It's having that person that truly wants the, you know, the best for you and your dog and yeah. everything else, like telling you stuff that you may not want to hear. Yeah. Um, but, you know, also just in the foundation work, like everything like that, like I, there's not anyone I've taken more from, but yeah. it, it, it's also someone, you know, we obviously live together we work together and we you do had all a child of our together right but we do all of our hobbies together yeah, too I know, it's so, a lot of together yeah it's a, it's it's we're there all the time and i mean it, but it's still all perfect like yeah. it's yeah. i wouldn't want it any other way like that's that's what we well, what that's what we i tell Jess all the time do. <laughs> <laughs> no and, and i i just wanted to point to that because you guys are in a unique unique situation and they do more than us they have goats and horses and stuff but i mean it is a lot of 24 7 adding competition to the mix is different we've been out of the competition scene scott and i for a while may, we may not go back but i just want to point to that you can have mutual respect with uh you know partnership and a training relationship and everything else just know that yeah. it can happen and i know like when i saw uh bridget Heal, and whenever I see Bridget healing one of her dogs, I know, well, that's where Andy learned how to heal. Yeah. No, and I mean, it's, she's, it's, a, she's got some great it obedience. Is, it's silly. I mean, it's not even, like, fair to the rest of the world. Like, you know, like, you see this little puppy, and it's, like, five months old, and it's, you know, off-leash attention healing better than some dogs that you're seeing, seeing in, like, championships. Yeah. And you're like, that's not fair. Yeah. And then, you know, you always have the, the different training perspectives of like how much you're supposed to do with a puppy and, and do you burn them out and any of that stuff. And, you know, if you're not that great, yeah, you certainly can. But yeah. if you can read a dog, that's yeah, If the dog not, is pushing you, yeah. like what else you got? You yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, and, and that's what she has with every dog, you know, and, and um, it's. Like I said, it's just not fair. Like nice. when yeah. she when she's training the stuff, and there'll be times I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't do that. It doesn't look that good. And then a day later, it's like better than anything I've ever done before. <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I'm gonna try it just once. Yeah, like, and that seems to be how it goes all the time. And I mean, foundation wise, for young dogs and puppies and everything like that, the way she raises them, like to me, there just isn't anyone better at it. Yeah, um, which makes it all the harder. To let these puppies go off to homes where they don't get worked and and they oh absolutely and yeah. and you know or don't a, get worked well right a big part of you know doing what I've done with her is the hopes of okay now we have a dog that everyone's seen everyone wants a puppy from and now I have a better. Uh, pool that I'm pulling from yes. for the puppies to yes. go to sure. and that's huge like yeah. you know if I never showed her. It's the same dog. Yep. It's the it's same true. genetics. You, and you made the right choice to do what you, you know, did in the order you did. Um, yeah. And honestly, the titles don't mean anything to me. No, I know. Yeah. Like there's there's people where you need to title your dog before you breed. Like that's not me at all. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't get those, if I didn't show in those events, I don't have a place. A, well, you're a, showing her is, trainability, her courage, everything in, in the 
I mean, that's right, originally like, what it was all about. And the right, level of her know, genetics the, and who should who yeah. deserves to own them. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can I can train a dog a couple times, and honestly, I feel like I have a pretty good idea, like yay or nay, when it comes to breeding. Yeah. Um, so, like, the titling for me isn't that part of it, but if the dog isn't being worked and shown, like, who's buying those puppies? Yeah, now no. we're back into the, oh, yeah, my dog would do great living on your couch. Like, yeah, yeah. No, while you're working for 12 yeah. hours a yeah. day, you know, that no, that's the kind of buyer you need at that point. Yeah, you know? no, it's true. Um, whereas with her, there's, you know, a longer list than I want to deal with yeah. <laughs> that, that are looking for a puppy. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. <clears throat> Let her come up on your leg real quick just so everyone actually Christine. knows she's here. Come on, come on, show everyone that you actually <laughs> exist sleeping. here. Come on. She was, yeah, <laughs> she's actually here. She's the sweetest dog. I'm privileged now that we even got to meet her. I'm so glad that you came. Thank you so much, Andy, for everything that you and Bridget and Emma even and Sean do for the dog world. Honestly, you really mm. are like a fundamental place in New England that we say like they're solid people. If you need help, go. So check out Fox Hill Canine. Anything else that we need to mention, honey, about Christy or Andy or anything? I'm ready to get my name on the list. Oh, my and God. She told me. Oh, we're, Jeff, getting, Jeff we're said, getting a divorce in 2023. Yeah, she and said, if you get another Malinois, we're getting a freaking divorce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us all of 2022. Andy, thank you so much for your time. I hope you find Thanks the perfect coming, female no, that you're looking for out of your heart female, and she is an awesome dog, guys. Have a great New Year's Eve. Be super safe, and in the meantime, keep it quirky. We'll see you in 2023 guys. Thanks so much. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.